Hi, Fancy Free listeners. Before we start the show today, I want to make sure you know about something. I have started a monthly newsletter. It is so much fun. It comes out the third Wednesday of each month, and I don't want you to miss it. It will be a brief, only monthly newsletter that will have previous guest updates, funny outtakes and bloopers from interviews, sneak peeks to upcoming interviews, and just other fascinating nuggets or fun tidbits that I think you'd like to know about. To sign up for the newsletter, go to fancyfreepodcast.com and scroll all the way to the bottom where it says, join the Fancy Free Tribe. All you need to do is put your first name and your email address and click subscribe, and then you will be on the email list and part of the Fancy Free Tribe. One other little piece of info, I'm trying out a new segment today, which is some guest feedback. So we're going to have a really fun pop in from one of our listeners. You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and bond through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me a new girlfriend who I met on Facebook. Her name is Tina Dierna. She is a single mom of one amazing daughter. Her daughter is shy, spunky, and on the autism spectrum, making their relationship a bit hectic and comical at times. She's over the top, loud, and adventuresome. And her daughter thinks she's crazy, and she thinks her daughter's a tad boring. She's a high school social worker by day and a weight loss coach in her free time. She loves community, embracing others, and thrives off of conversation with like-minded people. Tina, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Fill in the blanks. What did I miss about who you are and what you do? I feel like you'd captured me pretty well, but I really enjoy both of my jobs. And I have kind of created a persona for myself known as Mom Overboard because I go a little above and beyond in everything and probably take on too much at one time. I'm also an avid gardener, but I've killed my garden about nine times and I finally got it right in the 10th year. (laughs) So it's finally going strong. Is that how long it takes? Oh, no. (laughs) We started one this year and I'm like, "Uh, Mom, we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) I guess the life hack on the garden would be to set up an auto timer sprinkler system and just let it do its thing. Okay, how old is your daughter and what state do you live in? I live in New York. We're about an hour and a half north of New York City in a little town called Kingston. It's the first capital of New York and the oldest four stone corners in the world that are still standing. So it's a very historic, cute town with a country city vibe. I love it here. And my daughter is 10. We lived here her entire life. That is awesome. So you're a social worker at a high school. That's got to be really interesting slash terrifying. (laughs) Fun times. I started there five years ago. I was like 30 when I started. And the first day of work, I was walking past the security guards and they were like, "Uh, excuse me, miss, where are you going? And I'm like, "Um, (laughs) I work here. Like, I'm a grown woman. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I, 
Um, I still get that to this day, but the students love me. I try to blend in and Urban Dictionary is on my phone 24-7. It's definitely, I'm like, oh, what What was that? Let me go type that in Urban Dictionary. And then I'm like, oh, I wish I could just unsee that. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you see a lot of stuff you wish you could unsee. (laughs) Yes, yes. And you're a weight loss coach. Tell me about that. I actually had bariatric surgery five years ago. I lost a lot of weight, but I started to gain it back. And when I realized that you needed to change your lifestyle, that bariatric surgery was a tool and a helpful way to lose weight in the beginning. But if you didn't change your lifestyle and your exercise habits and everything else, it wasn't going to be lasting change. So I decided about three years ago, so two years after my surgery, that I was really going to put a lot of effort into my lifestyle and changed everything from the way I was eating to my exercise regime. I became a runner. I used to play ice hockey when I was younger. So I went back into playing ice hockey as an adult, rollerblading, swimming, everything. During this whole pandemic, school was shut down. So I started doing more weight loss assistance, assisting other women. And then I just was like, why aren't I making money off of all of this kind of? Uh So I ended up starting a coaching practice. I'm already a licensed social worker. I have the foundation to help people really change their mindset and their relationship to food. And that's kind of really more or less my approach to things Mm -hmm. is really working on your mindset to live a healthier, wealthier, happier lifestyle. I love how you incorporate things that are fun for you into exercise. It's neat that you incorporate things that are from your childhood and things that you can do with other people and things that you may enjoy despite the fact that it's exercise into your exercise routine. I love it. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to do your rapid fire questions and then we will get right into your not so fancy moment. All right. (laughs) Do you have a song lyric that you got wrong that's funny? Yes, I do. My parents used to send me to fat camp when we were younger. Not a bad thing. Used to love it. And it's not necessarily that I got it wrong, but whoop, there it is, right? It sounded when we were waking up to it every day, whoop, fat ass, every morning at fat camp. So not cool. It was that little chunk of the song. And I swear it was done on purpose. Still to this day, when that song comes in, I sing whoop, fat ass. And now all of you guys will think that way too. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a thought that I had a couple days ago. So I have, I, I struggle with weight sort of in a, on a smaller scale. I'll go like 30 pound window up down. And when I, I'm in my, at my highest right now and my, so that I have rolls on my back a little bit. Like if I move a certain way and I'm like, God, my back fat is touching itself. And then I thought of that song. When I think about you, I touch myself and I'm like, how can I make a funny meme about my back fat touching itself? (laughs) And I haven't figured it out yet, but I think I will soon. Yes. Yes. You have to. And then you have to send it to me. (laughs) Yes, I will. Or if you think of it first, help a girl out. I might have to think of something. So funny. Okay, what is your favorite phone app? Urban Dictionary. So there is a phone app for that. Yes, and it's great because it gives you a daily 
Urban Dictionary word of the day. So there's continuing education. It's not just when you search something. Yes, it pops up every day. I don't check it every day. I think it's hilarious. Some people think I'm crazy for having it on my phone. It's a must-have. And what I absolutely love is they've started to create these mugs with the saying, like the whatever the saying of the day is. And I feel like everybody needs to Urban Dictionary your own name because you never know. My name is completely inappropriate, so I'm not going to mention it, but... <laughs> It's a Tina Marie, so you can go look that up. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to start wowing my teenagers with my urban knowledge. Even though we live in rural Montana, it's not just for kids who are urban. It's just like the popular young people lingo. Ooh, I sounded really old when I said that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is something unexpected that has changed about you in the past few years? My weight loss, but my excessive skin, I totally have had it removed. Oh, amazing. I had a lower body lift, my arms and my breasts. I didn't have like a boob job, but I did have them tucked up. So they went from big and saggy to small and perky awesome oh my goodness that's rare (laughs) I know and I got a lot of it covered by insurance so I was super excited about that good for you okay what is the silliest thing that you have an emotional attachment to I was given a blankie when I was born I don't know that it's necessarily silly but it went to college with me it's 30 eight years old because it was passed down from my older sister. It's still in one piece and it's a family heirloom that I never want to see disappear. So my daughter has it and it's called the mommy blanket now. (laughs) That's so cute. You know what? You're not the first person I've heard of that sleeps with a blankie in adulthood. I think it's a thing. Yes. People just don't tell. All right. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to tell our most embarrassing, funny stories are not so fancy moments so that our audience feels less alone and we can all bond and have a good laugh together. So what do you have for us today? What are your not so fancy moments? I was uptown, a cute little city intersection, lots of traffic. I went and got a coffee. I had my phone in the other hand and I was waiting outside at the nail salon to get my nails done. And I didn't really realize that I was on a great So it must have had like turned on and I was in a skirt and my entire skirt like flew up and it wasn't like it just did a light fluffy up. It literally (laughs) came flying up into my face. Both my hands were full (laughs) and I couldn't figure out what was really going on in the moment. A few cars were driving by, got a few honks, and then the guy was like, get off the grate. And I was like, oh, that's why my skirt is going up. Oh my gosh. So if your skirt ever all of a sudden heads north and slaps you in the face, step to the right or the left. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh my gosh. Well, you gave the passersby a thrill. They yes, I I believe they really enjoyed the view. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna take this gracefully in any way that I can. So I'm laughing and waving as this is happening and trying with the other hand to get my skirt down, but it was like an impossible moment. 
<laughs> oh my God. And you're like, and you're welcome and you're welcome and you are so welcome. <laughs> exactly. And if you saw that on a movie, you'd be like, really, that's not going to happen. But it sounds like it totally happened to you to the nth degree. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your nickname growing up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to put it out there. It goes with a little hand dance, which you can't see, but I'm like going back and forth, shaking my hips, and I have my pointer fingers up on each hand and as I shake my hips I also do this and I think I've created this dance now to go with <laughs> it because you know I'm 35 now and I can laugh at my nickname it was I think designed because I was a female hockey player and I was a bit of a tomboy I definitely didn't really wear skirts when I was younger and so it went a little bit like this, teener, wiener, carpet, cleaner. Oh, no. Who came up with that? I don't oh. know. It was somebody that lived on my street and I would be chased up the road and being called that. And I could never understand why I had a nickname like that. And then I thought as I got older and I was in like a class all about gender identity and I was like, oh, my God, teener, wiener, carpet, cleaner. <laughs> light bulbs are flashing inside of my head <laughs> yes so then it just became like all right whatever I'm gonna embrace that nickname and do a little dance with it and only the very few people who really know me from childhood knew my nickname and the few that I've met in adulthood that are my best friends but now the whole world knows my nickname now it's out there man yeah <laughs> but I'm okay with it because it's not who I am. Right. Totally. <laughs> well, when I was young, I was in gymnastics. I did competitive gymnastics all the way through my junior year of high school. We had four Joannes at one time on our team and all in my same level. It was so crazy because I don't think I've known a Joanne before that or now I just know one. But anyway, so the coach had nicknames for all of us. And I was Josephine the Plumber. Oh. I was like, I am getting the short end of the nickname stick. I don't know where Josephine the Plumber came from, but I don't like it. And so <laughs> <laughs> that was my whole impetus behind naming my kids something rare. But it didn't work because my oldest daughter's name is Delaney. And at one point she did have four Delaney's on her swim team. <laughs> no way. Totally bizarre. Yeah, I know. It's not a very common name. But no. Luckily, she didn't get a terrible nickname. I think her coach just called her Jarrett, which is our last name, which works just fine. Not bad. Yeah. But lucky. I, my daughter's name is Giovanna, and I call her Gia for short, and I wanted to name her Gia, but then my older sister, who like thinks about these things at night, was <laughs> like, then that could be like G -G -G Gia, like the whole Chia pet. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but no, I think Chia pets are out and Gia <laughs> has stuck. Anybody who sings the Chia pet song is probably long in the tooth and gray in the hair. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> oh, gosh. Before we get back to Tina, I have a special treat for you today. I have a story sent in by a listener, and I'm hoping to make this a new segment called something like, you guys aren't fancy either, or something like that. Hi, Joanne. My name is Patrick Keller of the Big Seance Podcast, and I just heard your promo on the feed. 
podcast and it sounded interesting and it immediately made me think of an embarrassing story that I thought I should probably share with you. And now I'm, you know, not one of the girlfriends, but, you know, I am a gay man. So maybe I can be like an honorary girlfriend. I don't know. And I don't know if you do listener feedback at all or not, but I just listened to your most recent episode and just decided I want to share this story. So I was with my husband at 43, uh, 53rd Street Grill. Is that what it's called? I forget what it's called. I don't know if it's a regional thing or if you know what that is anyway. But it's just kind of a bar and grill place. And we were eating dinner and we just got seated. And I was like, hey, I'll be back. I'm going to go wash my hands. I'm kind of a germaphobe. So I go into the restroom to go wash my hands and I start washing. And someone comes out of the stall behind me and it's this lovely, friendly woman who comes out of the stall and she joins me at the sink next to me. And I just look at her and I smile. I'm like, hi. She's like, hey. And she starts washing her hands. And it didn't dawn on me until I started to dry my hands. I was like, oh, oh, what? There's that's a woman. So here's this fat, burly man with a full beard, gray hair, just chilling in the women's restroom, washing his hands. She didn't panic at all. She just kind of looked at me and and smiled. And as soon as I realized it, I played it off. I was like, "Mm -hmm." and finished drying my hands and walked out the door and walked very quickly to my table with my husband And was going to try to play it off and not tell him my big embarrassing moment. And of course, this big bar and grill restaurant place, all of a sudden I saw the woman walk right by our table and sit with a party right next to us. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can stay here. So I am sure that half the giggling and socializing and laughing was because she was telling her friends about the giant burly bearded man who was in the restroom talking to her while he was washing his hands. So kudos to her for not freaking out or kicking me or making fun of me. (laughs) But I did eventually tell my husband And that's not even the most embarrassing thing I've done, but I thought that one would be pretty good for (laughs) your show. So thank you for letting me share it. And I'm glad I heard your promo on the feed podcast. Have a good day. Okay, Patrick. First of all, thank you so much for calling in and telling this story. It was so good. Actually, Patrick didn't call in because he's a podcaster. He recorded it at home and emailed me the link. But anyway, I have so many comments and questions. (laughs) And then I have two stories that this reminds me of that I've been involved in. Okay, first of all, I think that that table should have paid your bill because you provided them with comic relief and social lubrication. And for all you know, it was going to be a very stiff and stuffy affair for them. But you broke the ice. So... (laughs) You should feel good about that. You are so welcome is what would have been my attitude towards that table. (laughs) Also, I feel like this shows so much restraint. I guess you're not an over explainer like I am, because if I were in that position, I'd be like, hang on, 
I have to explain. I didn't know it was this was the ladies' room. I meant to be in the men's room. I'm so sorry. I can't believe, hopefully this didn't make you feel like triggered or nervous or anything, but I'm so sorry. None of that was my intention. Goodbye. (laughs) But you did it. You just said hello, and then you realized, and then you just completed the hand drying process and waltzed right out of there with your head held high. I know you didn't feel like you were holding your head high, but that's what it sounds like you did. So I'm kind of impressed by that. Secondly, the fact that you weren't going to tell your husband about it just cracks me up because I can never wait to tell people embarrassing stories on myself. I don't know, maybe it's some kind of self-deprecating thing, but as soon as I find something funny, which isn't always right away, but as soon as I can see past the embarrassment to find something funny about it, then I just want to tell. And then thirdly, okay, here's the most embarrassing thing about who I am in the situation that you were in, what I would have done. I would have had to have gone up to the table and addressed the entire group. (laughs) And that would have been, I mean... I know this about myself. I'm not saying it's right, but I just know that's what I would have done. I would have been like, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just want to explain what just happened. I did not mean to traumatize that woman. It was a mistake on my part. Have a wonderful evening and goodbye. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I love it. So I guess my questions are these. Are you in general a very reserved person (laughs) and super polite? It sounds like you're so polite. Number two, I want to know how the meal went. So did you and your husband have a few chuckles about it and then move on? Or were you sitting there dying the whole time and didn't even enjoy your meal? And thirdly, no, I've never heard of that restaurant. It sounds wonderful, though. And I want to know what you ordered. (laughs) The first story that it reminded me of was when I started first grade, my sister was starting third grade. So my mother was very familiar with the school. In fact, we'd spent a lot of time at that elementary school over the summer. I don't know if my mom was volunteering or if my sister was getting tutoring or what. But anyway, We'd spent a lot of time there. We'd played on the playground. We'd gone in to use the restroom multiple times, et cetera. So I felt really comfortable. I knew my way around. So on the first day of first grade, the teacher said, are there any girls here who can lead a line of girls to the girls' room so that you all know where the restroom is? And I raised my hand, which is kind of uncharacteristic because I was really shy as a kid. So I don't know. But I also am kind of like a pathological helper. So probably if no one else raised their hand, I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I raise my hand, all the girls in my class line up behind me, and I march them straight to the boys' room. Because apparently, over the summer, my mom just did not think it mattered. So we would just use the restroom that was the closest to the door, which happened to be the boys' room. I was mortified. And I can't even remember what the teacher did. She was probably just like, oh, no, that's the boys' room. Here's the girls' room over here. But I was completely mortified. The second story it reminds me of, we used to go to family camp every summer as a family, And you would get to know the other families that went that same week. So there was this man named Tom, and I loved him right from the start. He's such a sweet guy, super great dad. His wife is amazing. They're just a great family. And I had gotten to know him a little bit, not not a ton. But anyway, we were spending some time in the lodge. I don't know if we were taking a class or it was mealtime or what. And there are just a couple of public restrooms. And I had to use the restroom. So I walked in and then I opened the door and there's the back of Tom. And he's very distinguishable because he has a big, long red ponytail. So I knew it was Tom right away. And I just shut the door and I went out. Then here's here's me stalking poor Tom, because if I were you, Patrick, I would have just left well enough alone, right? No, no. I I So when Tom came out, I was like, Tom, Tom, two things. Number one, I saw nothing, I promise. Number two, I'm a doctor. So even if I had seen something, it would have just been clinical, I promise. And he, we, we laughed so hard about that. He was like, okay, thanks, Joanne. 
Good to know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so you are obviously much better at keeping your cool and your composure than I am. Lesson learned. But also, you guys, I'd love to make this a new segment. This was so much fun to listen to a story from a listener and then have a little chance to respond to it and then stick it in the episode. So let's start doing this. It's just so much fun. You can actually go to fancyfreepodcast.com and click the big red button and record a message to me right from your phone or from your computer. You don't have to have fancy recording equipment and I will edit you so that even if you say I'm a million times like I do, even though you guys don't know it because I pretty much take all of them out, I can do that for you. So go to fancyfreepodcast.com, scroll down to the aqua section. There's some red letters that say send a voicemail to Joanne at Fancy Free. And then you can click on start recording and then you just send it. It's a free voicemail widget by SpeakPipe and it'll come directly to my email. And then I can take a listen to it and edit it up and stick it in the podcast. And then I'll have so much fun responding to it. Awesome. You guys, so much fun. Thank you again, Patrick. That was, that was great. And I will link to Patrick's show in the show notes. What have you been loving lately that you think the listeners might love too? I have really been enjoying the Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce series on Netflix. I think I've been watched that in like three weeks, but I can relate so much to the main character's life going through divorce and starting your business and dating and all of that. So I love that. I think it had like five seasons. Yeah. And it kind of made you feel, you know, normal. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Like you're not the only one. I'm not the only one. And I absolutely love the book series by Jennifer Sincero. You are a badass. And she's got like, you're a badass at making money. You're a badass every day. And so It's a whole book series, and it is just a great way to motivate yourself and learn some strategies and techniques. I think I've read the book like five times. Wow. Back in the day, that's really what helped me. And by back in the day, I mean like five years ago. Really, (laughs) really helped me come into this whole change of my mindset, feeling more empowered and thriving in life. I I have never even heard of it. I will link to it, and I'm going to look into it. Yes. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? She believed she could, and so she did. Yes. And that has kind of been my motto for a while, especially in all of the moments of not believing in myself or not believing I can achieve everything that I've gone through. Divorce was really hard for me to conceptualize and move on from. And Mm -hmm. there was a very long period of time where I, I didn't think I would be able to kind of like survive on my own. So like just Mm -hmm. believing that I was able to do that and that I could achieve that and weight loss, you know, believing. And so everything comes down to like believing in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, then You're not going to achieve whatever your goal is. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Sure. So I could be found on Instagram at mom.overboard or at 
Tina Dierna. Um, and then I can also be found on Facebook if there are any women out there who are looking to lose weight or just stay healthy, find wealth and happiness within their journey, then you can find me over at my Facebook group. It's Transformational Weight Loss Support. It's a little different than all of those other Facebook groups out there because I interview experts in the field. I have a daily theme and it's a small group right now, but it's growing pretty quickly. And also they can feel free to friend me on Facebook and just send me a message. Hey, I, you know, I heard your podcast and loved it and I would love to follow you. Yay. Okay. I will link to all those things in the show notes. Tina, this has been so much fun. I had a blast too. I have a blast sharing my story and I'm not embarrassed by it. It's who I am. It's who I've become and it's part of the journey. And so why not embrace it and love yourself for you? Yeah. And then help others that are doing something similar. I love it. Yes. To inspire others, to inspire others. Thank you so much for listening to the Fancy Free Podcast this week. Wasn't Tina great? She just was so open and I bet she's just an amazing asset to the high school where she works. Make sure that you check out the show notes for today's episode at fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode 68 to get all the links that we discussed today. Next week on the show, we have Katherine Gunlack who has some great stories. She has one about some wardrobe malfunctions while modeling a rookie mistake that she made as a beginning photographer, and a very public slip and slide incident. If you'd like more connection, laughter, and sharing, why not join the Fancy Free Facebook group? The question of the week this week is, what is or was your nickname? Remember to sign up for the Fancy Free Podcast newsletter if that's something you're interested in by going to fancyfreepodcast.com and scrolling all the way to the bottom of the homepage. Have a wonderful week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look. Bye.